Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace. The all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website. Panic on the streets of London, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Pete's here. Hello. And Luke's here. Holler at your boy, all right? This show isn't sponsored by Papa John's, but my mouth is. <laughs> so that's why there's Papa John's in it, all right? You've got to do the whole show with some Pete's video about Yay. Oh, yeah. Jim's not here, by the way. Naughty no. Jim. No, he's gone. Bloody Jimmy just ran out of the studio. <laughs> driven to, driven <laughs> I thought we'd finished. After thought that, that was the end music. Yeah. After yeah, that working driven. hard... Jive the other week, he's driven to Dundee in his bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. An early partridge, yeah. There we go. Um, Get it out of the way. Mm. Tim Sherwood, now former Spurs manager, was yeah. with Jim in the. I oh, know. Um, invited a Spurs fan down to sit in the hot seat in the Tottenham dugout during the match on the weekend. Embarrassing. Sherwood said the fan always shouts instructions at him and abuse from the stands. And he said, right, well, come on then. Here's your chance, big lad. Well, if you were given a similar chance by a manager, but actually given full managerial powers, what decisions would you make, Luke? I'm not used to going first. Mm. Well, Jim's normally... I've normally got Jim as a buffer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A buffman's um, bridge. Jim as a Michael Buffer. <laughs> um, I would... I'm thinking... Admittedly, I'm thinking formations. Yes. Mm. I'm thinking formations. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking probably some sort of um, classic uh, either WM mm-hmm. or Chile 3313 <laughs> formation. Yeah. Um, probably putting the most uh, it's Spurs we're talking about here, so they've already been a laughing stock this season. Uh, you know, so it's not it's not too much of a departure to maybe put a defender in the in the hole behind three strikers and then three centre backs or three midfield players. Probably do something like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like that. And then and then and then joke about how I am the best manager the club's ever had and anyone who says I'm not is a liar. Yeah, okay. pretty much, pretty much. Pete, what would you do? I'd go full crazy and uh, push the linesman over. Um, <laughs> I would invite more people from the stand into the dugout. Just do a lot of bluffs, maybe. <laughs> would you headbutt <laughs> David Myler? <laughs> do everything. Do everything that a manager has done that's been, you know, out... has been a bit naughty. Did Pardew push a liner or was it a fourth official or...? Would you smash the glass on the dugout like that, right? Was it the Romanian manager yeah. in the Champions League? Would you give it one of them? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mourinho celebration, uh, nice like every, everything that I've seen. Cover everything. I'd have a little um, Technics notebook. Mm. That I'd write down all the little things I can do. Yeah. I'd uh, sit in the big motor racing seats they've got and pretend I'm driving a car. Going, yeah. Like the the, the, the players are looking over. I'm just going, it's going. Oh God. What about yeah. the bloke with a toothbrush in his mouth behind the dugout at Stamford Bridge? He was not 
in a managerial capacity. No, I'm saying, would you get team. him involved? I'd get him involved. Yeah. If he was there, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to force him to come down here. We did would a show. His brush? We did a show <laughs> once a few years ago, I think it was now, where we had to talk about our celebrations or something, and one of Pete's involved getting onto the bench and wetting himself. Yeah, and now he's gone to blow off. So it's, it's, in, in many ways, it's an improvement. <laughs> in many ways, he's actually starting to develop, it, at least, evolve. At least there's no yogurt involved. That's all I'm saying. Well, there could be. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what's in the nevers? You, you might, you might do that on the same day that it's yogurt only day. If it's the last day of the season. It's yogurt only day. So yeah, it could be, could exactly. be a combination, a potent combination. <laughs> <laughs> or would you, or would you just sit on the bench eating a yogurt with a big stash of yogurts and people who know about your yogurt idea will be going. Oh, this is th- it's happening. It's this happening. Is it's I'm happening. Su- I'm and, surprised and, uh, managers haven't done this more often because sometimes, like, what, for with the example, well, no, just oh. just uh, the behaviour you're sort of alluding to, as in, like the other the other week when there was a press conference for the second Carl Froch George Groves fight. Mm. At the press conference, when Carl Froch was speaking, George Groves pulled out like a Rubik's cube to sort of take the piss. Like, yeah. Not interested. He's just a thinking man's box sort of thing. And um, I'm surprised that managers haven't come out sort of five ten minutes after kickoff as a sort of mind game in quotes, yeah. just eating a burger or something <laughs> or eating. A Sandwich. So yeah, you know, I'm, I'm so I'm so unbothered by this. Playing a game boy. I mean, a, you can imagine Mourinho doing that. You can yeah. imagine Mourinho coming out mm. with a coffee or something and a croissant. Or setting up like a little dining table and having a meal with his wife. Yeah, with, with um, like a little picnic. Oh, you're, you're here, are you? <laughs> Checked picnic blanket. Yeah, it's one of some of those little pots, little jars of uh, jam that you I get. Mean, yeah, at the picnic. You, and you and, and the wife going, uh, don't manage Chelsea Football Club while we're having a nice picnic. Yeah, Jose. He's going, yeah. I love to. Sorry, guys, can't, I'm, I'm can't answer on. questions. Yeah. <laughs> as a result, I, yeah. Um, I, I was thinking formations as well, but you, I'm surprised you're going on that. I'm thinking one one eight. Yeah, okay. Lob them yeah. all forward. Lob them all forward. And maybe I would... Well, uh, Sherwood's already done that, really. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I would... Uh, and then I think I would make the the goalkeeper wear an outfield player's jersey, and all the outfield players wear goalkeeper's jerseys. Oh. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's going to involve some sort of planning with the kit, man. Oh, yeah. I How would, I would wear well. a three-piece suit made of um, jogging bottoms material. <laughs> <laughs> it would hor- be very It nice. would be horrible. Don't you It'll be anyway. soft. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Steady. Uh... I think Pete's got the points. Yay! I, I'm not sure what your Screw idea you, Jim. was, but there was something in there. Uh, apparently, the fan went off for Sherwood's Gilo as well. Yeah. I mean, it's the sort of thing that Harry Redknapp did when he was quite successful at Spurs. He brought a player on, didn't he? And he hit the post. No, that, that was West Ham. That was West Ham. And that was a preseason, but that was not a Premier yeah. League game. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's trying to, you know, I think he's trying to get in that kind of like, oh, he's so crazy. Yeah, that yeah. is. No, yeah. he's right. Some Without not, none of the talent to back it up. Yeah, but a team that does have talent is Manchester City. Mm. They're the best team in the bloody land. <laughs> and they've proved it. 2 0. Oh, they literally are rude. 2 0 against West Ham. The league champions. League cha- Good old pitch invasion. I'll tell you what. Um,. D. Michaelis, he's had his critics and all the rest of it, and from this show as well. But yeah. he left the field with his head being rubbed and kissed. Can I just say, I was slating D. Michaelis for any of you lot. I was slating <laughs> way back in the day. <laughs> I don't think I slated him that much, actually. But, all, right, um, all right, D. D. Michaelis, hipster. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I was, I was just slating him before it was fashionable. Yeah, <laughs> but I have slated him. But he um, just won the league. Well, so. he won, he's won the league, and he left the, fa- he left the pitch, as I say, they were, they were kissing and rubbing his ponytailed head. And he was absolutely loving it, and I thought, there's a man who's had the last laugh. <laughs> yeah, and he's, laughing, maybe, and he's laughing hardest. Or maybe he might have some mistakes in the World Cup, and we'll have the laugh. <laughs> so you never know. But he still will have a league title. They're not going to take his medal away from him. Oh, they will do. World Cup. It depends on how bad the errors are. Yeah. He gets back, and uh, the Man City baller, like, we saw that error. 
against Bosnia and Herzegovina. We don't want this at that club. But yeah, two Nazarene company. It was fitting for company to to get the goal. It was almost like Tony Adams, wasn't it? It was. When Big Tony did it. Can you believe it? Yeah. But I didn't actually watch the City game. I watched the Liverpool one. That was silly. More chance of crying scousers in the crowd. <laughs> I'm only joking. I was in Italy and it was the only um, match that was on, apart from the Fiorentina one. More pizza in his mouth. Yeah, Shut up. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but it was. It, I obviously saw saw it afterwards, and, and the, the pitch invasion was nice to see. Company, it was really ni- nice touch. Company's a class act. When, when when they came up to get the trophy, he he waved all the young players up first, didn't he? Stop. Yeah. I like to see that. Yeah, yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. Touch. <clears throat> yeah. Hodgson-esque, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, Pellegrini becomes the first manager from outside of Europe, I think, to win the Premier League. I think I'd have to give him my manager of the season. It's a really interesting season for that because it's mm. four or five candidates, really. Mm. I mean, I would give it to Pellegrini just because, of course, he's got a lot of money at his disposal, got a lot of good players, but w- along with that comes different skill sets. It's not about getting the best out of the players necessarily because they're already so good and so motivated. It's about managing that those egos. And, mm. and, and it's his first season in the Premier League. And and, and he's lifted the bloody thing. <laughs> yeah, they went in disarray, but I mean, Mancini, the double? The, Mancini the double. had his problems, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, they won the double. And uh, people say, yeah, but they didn't right, do League Cup double. What's a double? Okay. But, um, Still a double. They, um, they didn't do too much in Europe, but then people, people have been a bit critical, and you can understand why, but they were knocked out by Barcelona. Yeah. So, they, and uh, they got through the group, so it's not a disgrace, hmm. for crying out loud. Would the um, owners of Manchester City be targeting Europe uh, yeah, this course. season? Or, you know, would, the, would this be a slightly, would this be kind of a second-place pr- prize, I suppose? No, I think the league's always your number one prize. Mm. The league is always the number one prize. I think once you've won three or four, then maybe you start to think, well, come on, we need to make an impression on the Champions League. Yeah. Well, OK. And, and, to, and, and if that was realistically their long-term aim, as we said at the time, if their long-term aim was to be successful in Europe, then Mancini was the wrong man for the job anyway. Yeah, well, mm. I mean... It, it, he was, uh, he was given the task of winning five trophies, and he's won, he's won two. In his first season, yeah. Yeah, and he, he will be shouting, Community Shield counts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? He shout that all he wants. He doesn't look like the sort of bloke who would do that, though. <laughs> he shout that. He's like quite a quite dignified man. Sounds like an owl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which other managers um, did you think that should have been in the shout for manager well, of the season? For me, you've got to be Obviously, Pe- Roger, Pellegrini, Rogers, Pulis, Pardew. Bruce. Bruce, ha <laughs> <laughs> slipped him in there. <laughs> Steve, Steve Bruce done an excellent Steve job. Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Martin, Martin has done a good job. Yeah. You know, there's, there's plenty of candidates. Uh-huh. Poyer. Poyer's done a magnificent job. Yeah. Uh, Cup runs. <laughs> and safety. Moyes. Oh, uh, for, oh, many, for many. Moyes has entertained a lot, of, a lot more football fans <laughs> than anyone else this season, and that shouldn't go unmentioned. <laughs> Giggsy. Giggsy. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Ryan Giggs. May not have had a dramatic fall for grace from England's best club mm-hmm. to that club that flies banners around. <laughs> 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 Haven't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indeed. Uh, <laughs> Liverpool, they beat Newcastle 2-1. Um, it did matter, didn't it? Because Chelsea won. They needed to win to finish second, I yeah. think. Yeah. I'm right in saying. But my goodness, they made hard work. Uh, Shola Romeo sent off, Pete. Yeah, probably his last game for Newcastle. Given well. two yellows in the space of ten seconds, and he said, I was given my first yellow card for dissent, but for the second one, I'm ready to take the restart. When the referees called me back, he told me to stop showing dissent, so I told him that I was allowed to plead my case. I asked him, are you going to send me off for trying to plead my case then? And he said yes. People who know me know I don't swear and that I'm not abusive. I'm with Sean on that one. I thought he was the guy to say, so I won't be doing that again. Thanks very much for your time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's, I thought um, he must have said something to to was it to Dowd? Mm. Yeah. I thought he must have said something to Dowd like, "Oh, you've got your wish now. Liverpool scored," and it sort of implied that he was cheating because yeah. you very rarely see, see a, him, a ref people that, lose the reds like that. Yeah, yeah because the, the ref kind of because the players will swear a lot of referees at Premier mm. League level, and we, yeah. we often comment on that. You don't get away with that at sort of uh, amateur level. 
And uh, Premier League players seem to get away with it a lot. So the only thing you can think of that would have caused a sending off, perhaps, is questioning. Yeah, the question is integrity. Uh, yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that was it. Uh, there's more to it than that because Pardew came out and gave his version of offence, and I thought I'm not listening to a word this man says. <laughs> I went buy. I went buy a second-hand car off you, mate. <laughs> you know. oh, I just feel sorry for sure. I do, do I feel sorry? I don't care. Sammy was good when he came on. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. No, you do feel sorry for Shola because. Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's had a long career in Newcastle. Whether you like it or not, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Inexplicably. He's a tiny weird Derby Hall of Famer. <laughs> he is. He absolutely is. It was good that Liverpool won won the game. It would have been horrible to see them to see them <laughs> lose. And uh, and it was important for them to, to finish second because Chelsea, they won 2-1 against Cardiff. Mm. Um, and uh, it looks like the, the Diego Costa deal is going to be wrapped up uh, for £32 million. Yes. Wow. That, I mean, we've expected that for a while. Does that we? mean uh, Lukaku will stay where he is at the moment? Who knows, Pete? Who then? knows? Who knows? Who bloody knows? Who's going to stump up the cash? I mean, Lukaku's still he's so young. He's got some 30 old Premier League goals under his belt already. I mean, I wonder where I people... He's 15 this season, yeah, I think. People wonder whether he's got it to succeed at the very highest level, but he's still got so far to go in his development and stuff. If he can stay fit... And, and play regularly. There's no reason why he can't. I mean, well, I kind I, of feels over Denver Barks. It's kind of like he's done pretty much everything that's been asked of him. Yeah. He's not good enough though. Is he consistent there? But he's not going to be good enough at that level. He's not going to affect the, the last stage of the Champions League and the, and, and the level that Chelsea. Well, he, he had. <laughs> he did speed. just that. But I mean, consi- I mean, consi- <laughs> I, you mean. I mean, consistently though. I mean, I mean, consistently. Okay, okay, okay. And and uh, and I just don't think he's. I, I agree with Mourinho, who obviously doesn't think he's good enough either. Torres. See you later. Probably. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Lukaku seems to be someone who's very sort of headstrong and sort of master of his own destiny in a way because it wasn't his decision to go out on loan. When, yeah, when I mean, right, wouldn't I give him so. guarantees. So maybe it'll come down to player power mm. on that front. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal, they, they beat uh, Norwich in the last day. Aaron Ramsey, possibly the goal of the weekend, along with Chris Davis of Fulham. Can I say um, Van Basten esque? Yeah, you from, can. From Ramsey. It's always that, isn't it? Sometimes I think I don't want to cheapen that goal because that was an amazing goal in the final Euro 88. But then I think, well, if you can't, you can't do that, what, what are you doing it for? What <laughs> broadcasting for if you can't say that what are you doing podcasts for if you can't say Van Basten-esque when you want so I am going to say Van Basten-esque because it was a brilliant volley <laughs> it was nice to see Carl Jenkinson score his first goal for us was it? yeah okay why wouldn't it be? fair enough why wouldn't it be? he's got an awkward face uh, yeah aren't we all? yeah true are people in glass houses I shouldn't say mm. that should I? yeah <laughs> um, Spurs they finished sixth Sherwood has the best win ratio for any Premier League Spurs manager but he's gone <laughs> the good die young <laughs> <laughs> lovely bit of banter you hear his banter in the press conference go on but would you give um, would you, that guy the fan he called off the bench mm. um, would you give him a, a coaching job nah I can't mate he's English Ray. I think that was on the TV I yeah. was, was it on the TV yeah. alright yeah. anyway, either way it was, it was appalling you don't like Sherwood <laughs> No. Um, are you glad he's gone? Well, one thing that's united all football fans this week is the, is the ones that have got a club to support who don't currently have a manager, and they're all unified in their hatred for Sherwood <laughs> and their sheer terror that he might get the job. <laughs> I've had tweets from Norwich, Brighton, and West Bromwich fans thinking, saying, oh, I'm shitting myself here. I don't, <laughs> I don't want Sherwood. Newcastle as well. Yeah. Nah, it's fine. Well, yeah, imagine that. Oh, Pardew's gone. Pardew's yeah. I, I read Cockney Mafia out. It's just it's one in, one out. Yeah. Cockney <laughs> Mafia, isn't it? I, I read. I read the other day. So, so, I can't remember writing that. It was something quite interesting about the Newcastle Pardew thing. Is that is that Newcastle fans hate him, but they also accept that when he goes, it will probably get even worse. Yeah, I imagine. so <laughs> I think it's more. I just think it's because it's, it's, it's safe in the top ten of the Premier League. Yeah. you know, it's not. It's not to be sniffed at. Newcastle have been down. Yeah, he's not recently. a bad manager, Pardew. He's a bad bloke. Yeah. He's yeah. Not, no, he's not a bad manager. He's I mean, a player ruiner. 
He, he could. Yeah, we've right. had a lot of very Didn't talented players. Do you reckon he's got that on his CV? Player ruiner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before he could ruin the players. When we had Ben Arthur, when we had uh, Kibai, other players, Kabai uh, kind of, you know, whacking them in and stuff. And, uh, you know, yeah. we had two strikers, you know, knocking them in. Cissé and uh, It's Demon gone Bar. downhill since Kinnear's gone. <laughs> we can all agree on that. Yeah, we can. Yeah, but we are uh, we are uh, summing up a um, uh, a bid for uh, De Jong, which is quite good. Who's uh, played uh, terribly well? With <laughs> emphasis on terrible. <laughs> oh, De Jong! I think he's, he's still got a bit about him, hasn't he? Mind you, I thought Danny Murphy was the answer. <laughs> yeah. So who do I know? Um, I th- I have to say that um, I mean Sherwood's win ratio is there for everybody to see. I know he's not been tactical. He's not really cut the muscle against good teams. It's he? the way he's acted in the media, which is a shame. And I think he's thought, right, I'm going to have to talk big. I'm going to have to talk big. And he's gone far too big. I don't mind if someone's <laughs> a bit of a big. character. Too big, Tim. Too big, Tim. Tone yeah. it down. Come um, on, Tim. I think it, I don't mind if someone thinks, oh, hang on a minute, I'm, I'm going to actually try and have a go at this and, mm. and, and show a bit of confidence and whatnot. But he's just shown a bit of buffoonery, hasn't he? He has, yeah. Yeah, yeah, shame. Not ideal. Did you see uh, Ledley King's um, testimonial? Howard Webb, brilliant, brilliant, lovely work. I, I love I, that. I, I, did you Did you see the vine that I saw? Yes. So Howard Webb had. I mean, it's testimonial. So yes. mucking around. Howard Webb's got the ball. He's actually playing. Well, he's and, in the ref. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Holtby reduces him. Mm. And Howard Webb dives mm. and then pushes Holtby, and the vine stops. My friend who was actually at the thing said they had to be pulled apart. Yeah, they probably had to be pulled apart. <laughs> really? That's what I heard. That's oh, what no, I, heard. I think they were joking. I, I wasn't there. Cause, that's cause, what I heard. Because Webb jokes. But Webb just touched him though, and then Holtby went down diving as well. I think mm. it must have been all bit okay. of fun. Bit of bants. Yeah. Big jokes. Yeah. Bear big jokes joke. for Big King. Bear jokes. I think, I, think, I think Howard Webb knocks out Lewis Holtby in two rounds. He's a unit. <laughs> Wouldn't take Absolutely. two rounds. No, no record. Would well, no, Holtby's nippy, isn't he? Would no yeah. take two rounds. <laughs> it's a fine tribute to uh, a fabulous defender, Marcus Speller. Not Rod Ledley King, you mean, not me. Ledlers. Ledlers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a man. You're, you're no kind of defender, Marcus Speller. I'm a good fullback. What a, what a man, Ledley King, and what a performance, and what a career. Yeah, in, mm. absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Um, uh, Stoke City, they've had a good year. They've finished ninth. First time in the top ten, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. They really have had a great year. Hugh, do you think Hughes has been a little bit underrated? It's gone a bit under the radar, the job he's done. I mean, because they're playing better football than they used to. Yeah. They finished the season pretty strongly. Lost two of their last ten or something like that. Uh-huh. And I think I think he's disappeared under the radar purely because there's been a lot bigger, stronger narratives around the season. Yeah, mm. I think so. And, and he'd probably be happy with that. Just let's get on with it. He'd be very happy with that. Mm. And I think Stoke City will be very happy with that. And they'll look to kick on next season. Yeah, I, I, I always find it curious at a, a club like Stoke because what is the ambition? If you look at the spend, the net spend of, of, of that club is massive. It's mm-hmm. like fourth or fifth in the last five years of Premier League right? or something. And, and they're never really going to, uh, I suppose, uh, trouble the upper echelons of the Premier League and the Champions League and stuff like that. So it's almost a bit of a, as I said this before... Certainly not the Champions League, yeah. It's a bit of an existential crisis for them, really, because they can't really do anything. I mean, what, what are they for? What are they going to do? You well, know? You, I think... What are they for? Well, what are they for? Not, yeah. Pete, what are they for? You know, but what's any club, any mid-table club for, you know? But, yeah, but, a lot of clubs you but a lot of clubs aren't just consistently churning out mid-table stuff, are they? Mm. Yeah, even Newcastle in the last season struggled. The season before that, they're in the Europa League. So it's not like they're variety is the there. spice of life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, why does the club exist? You know, you you entertain the fans, don't you? And if you're if you are putting on some decent football, you're finishing the top ten. You've had some good results against maybe one or two of the bigger sides. Mm. The fans are, are going to be loving that cup run. Well, and, and I was about to say that is mm. what, that's surely the the promise mm. of next season. Um, if, for, uh, for Stoke City The final game we haven't discussed Is Sunderland Wait, won They got the final They've had a couple of other years True so. yeah absolutely right Sunderland won Swansea 3 If any team deserves To just be on the beach For the last of the season <laughs> Sunderland Sunderland What an achievement Gary Monk will be uh, Swansea manager Next season 
Holding, hold tight the, G- the Gilet Massive. Yeah. yeah. But the only side from the bottom nine, uh, from um, the bottom nine place is in the league without a negative goal difference. Not bad. Right. Gary, your goal. The way you said that sentence, I was trying to pass it as if it was Spanish or something. I was going yeah, to oh, There's no. some words in there that I didn't realise. Isn't, <laughs> isn't there goal difference zero? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. right. Well, it's not negative, is it? No, it's not. Absolutely not. There you are, you see. <laughs> and how, how, how much do you think Swansea would have struggled this season without Bonnie? A little bit. Big time. Little bit. <laughs> little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of struggling in the pram. <laughs> little bit of bon- um Yeah, there you go, ladies and I gentlemen. I think that's a gamble giving Monk that gig. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. love down where you looked out the window just I then. Do. I oh, do. Yeah, I think it is. Who would you think? Who should they have given it to? <laughs> not my. Not my. Not for me to say. <laughs> well, it is because I'm asking you. Holding Ma- his own counsel. Michael Loudrop. <laughs> Tim Sherwood. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that basis, I mean, Buck's a great shout. But, <laughs> That's but, right. Yeah, Swansea fans aren't worried. You're telling me you don't think Gary Monk's a gamble for that job? Okay, it's a little bit of a gamble, yeah, but he steered them to safety. <laughs> he sort of steered. I mean, not got a negative goal difference. So- That's what really matters in the league. He sort of steered no them into... team with, n- with, a, with a non-negative <laughs> goal difference is going down. He basically steered them into harbour with a ship full of holes banging off some rocks <laughs> the way in that was skippered by a really seasoned captain in Wilfred Bonnie. He just scored goals all the time. Yeah. That's basically what he's done. Are they safe- all I'm suggesting well, is... Analogy. Are they safely anchored in the harbour of the Premier League? For the next... Are they? For the next 12 or so weeks, yes they are. They're are on they? its... It's on its side. All I'm it's saying is, come on. that team is a transfer bid for Wilfred Bonny away from being in real trouble. Meet you's coming back. But you say about well, Newcastle, we've got a, an online forward that um, we're not going to have next season. So yeah, Newcastle are shit. The same <laughs> <laughs> they are shit. I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I could be any clearer about that. They I'm are just shit. saying, you need a talismanic footballer that you're not going to see next season. <laughs> Newcastle lost seven of their last eight games in <laughs> rude fashion. <laughs> they are terrible. Ah, they literally did rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Brendan, Rodgers, blah, 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 blah. Brendan Rodgers was named League Managers Association Manager of the Year. Pulis named the Premier League LMA Manager of the Year. Big honour for Rodgers because that's voted for by fellow managers. So yes, it means it would mean a lot to him and I'm, I'm pleased for him. He's done an excellent job. Pleased for Pulis as well because yes. uh, you thought to yourself, oh, it's, it's either one or the other, and they've both got awards. Pulis done a great job, as he rightly said when he accepted the award. They came sixth in the championship last season. Yeah. yeah. And they finished 11th in the Premier League this season. That's wow. a ridiculous swing. That's an amazing swing. That is. Yeah, really, really good. It's Clough-esque. Not and they really. gave everyone else about eight-game head start as well <laughs> <laughs> this season, didn't they? At least. <laughs> At least. Um, the Football League playoffs. We'll be talking about the Football League playoffs in our playoff special yeah. shows, ladies and gentlemen. So listen to them there. Playoffs, bitch. Yeah, you're damn right. Uh, so, from the top flight in England to the top flight in Scotland. Talk to me about the Gorgie boys. No. Okay. Uh, Celtic beat Dundee United 3-1. The boys finish on 99 points. 29 points clear at the top. Tough for them. Been a tough one for them. Nice to see Stylian Petrov addressing the fans at Parkhead after the game. Very much so. Mm. Uh, Let's not gloss over the fact, though, that that league is an absolute unmitigated joke. Is it? Wow. 29 points clear in a a four-team league. How many teams are in it? I haven't even checked. Don't right. even care. You know, it's more <laughs> than four. Yeah, it is more than four. It's more than four. Hot on their heels um, were Aberdeen and Motherwell. Um, now, Aberdeen, they just needed a point to clinch second place. Um, Aberdeen did uh, at home. And a 93rd minute winner from the well made sure that they um, finished second. They get the silver medal. Can they I, should hand out a silver medal in Scotland. Can I just say, the most, in- the most interesting thing that happened in that league this season is the fact that it changed from the SPL to the SP. <laughs> 
That is the most <laughs> interesting thing to happen. Yeah. yeah, Motherwell <laughs> clinching second on the last day. Woo, how about that? I did like... I'm not sure who it was. I want to think it's Chick Young, but I'm not sure. He interviewed Stuart McCall, and he just started the interview after... Because, obviously, it was it was crazy at Pitodri. Uh, Dandy it? Dons lost two of the last three to get pipped. Yeah. It's disappointing. But it really was. There were, <laughs> there were quite good scenes at, uh, at Pitodri. Mm. And uh, the interviewer... Young or whoever it was just went uh, Stuart football eh bloody hell <laughs> did he yeah <laughs> just stole it that's it yeah absolutely stole and then it, it. Was, that was like oh <laughs> come on that's your turn McCall I remember thinking Motherwell <laughs> the, oh I didn't uh, Motherwell got one of the worst offences in that league they could see 60 goals this season still come second you could concede <laughs> 60 goals and come second Motherwell in a 12 team league <laughs> Motherwell are here <laughs> Yeah, the well. The, the best thing about collecting Stuart, the goals. The best thing about Stuart McCall would always be that um, video of all those people doing backflips and somersaults. What was that? You see one? that one? It's a YouTube video. I'll try I and think it is two goals in the FA Cup final. Yeah, when he was at, I think it was when he was at Bradford. <laughs> yeah, he, there was, there's a video on YouTube anyway. It's, mm. it's a montage of all these um, amazing players scoring great goals, followed by backflip celebrations, right. massive somersault celebrations, so Luai Luai, all that lot. Everyone's in there, right? Then it ends with a picture of Stuart McCall absolutely battered, <laughs> trying to get onto the top of a car with a can of lager in his hand and just falling straight on his face. <laughs> it's brilliant. And that will always be his best contribution. <laughs> to what? Entertainment? To football. Entertainment. Yeah, okay. It's a bigger picture. Both. So, bigger so, picture. So, Football's so within entertainment. So if his kids that. are listening, hello. Yeah, why would they be listening? <laughs> They're celebrating a second place they, finish in the SP. They like top class Podestry. Um, uh, now, uh, Kilmarnock beat Hibs 1-0. Chris Boyd got the vital goal to keep Killy up and force Hibs into a playoff with Falkirk or Hamilton. Hibs were sixth at the start of the year. They've won four points from a possible 39 since beating Hearts at the start of the new year. Since giving Terry Butcher the job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the, the, the Scottish Premiership slash Championship playoffs uh, work in a different way to the, to the football leagues. Uh, second, Less third, competitive. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, hey, hang on, steady. I'm not talking about this unless I get free pizza. Second, third. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Scottish pizza? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to deep fry your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Second, second, third, and fourth place in the Scottish Championship go into the playoffs. Third place, fourth over two legs. The winner plays the second place team in the Championship over two legs. The winner of that plays the team that finished eleventh in the Scottish Premiership. Falkirk beat Queen of the South in the third versus fourth playoff. So La Liga, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but Hearts and Hibs, yeah. I know, mm. it's, hey. mate. It's, it's a crime. They'll be in there with Rangers. The Scottish Championship will be the best division in Scotland. The entire yeah, Celtic will miss. Will, maybe they'll get themselves relegated. They'll think I want to be down there. The <laughs> city of Edinburgh is weeping. Yeah, mm. it is indeed. It is indeed. They lament the passing of top-flight football. <sighs> My goodness, let's go to La Liga, where uh, Atletico Madrid were inches away from winning the league. Mm. This is this is how bad it. This is when you you saw the final whistle there. And you thought, well, come on, lads, you just need a point at Barcelona. They could have wrapped it up. Yeah. Mm. They should have wrapped it up, you mm. would say. They drew one all at home to Malaga. Um, Willy Caballero in the Malaga goal ensued that Atleti have to go to Barcelona oh, he, and get he the result. He a brilliant save from Adrian. Well, if, if that goes in, that's it. It's a goal. Thanks yeah, so very much. Title, yeah. but, but the reason why they need to get a result against Barcelona is because if Barca win, they will win the league because mm. of their head-to-head with Atleti. Yeah, absolutely be right, yeah. But Atleti can draw, can't they? Yeah, they can draw. Yeah. But if you're an Atleti fan, you just think... Oh, Make why, it easy. Why have you done this to me? I'm starting a movement. <laughs> Can't says, believe you've done this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a bit worried because Simeone, he did look 
a little bit gutted at the end. Normally he's he's much more upbeat and mm. as if to say, don't worry about that, we'll win the war kind of thing. And I yeah. thought, oh no, don't start that. And also the reason why it would have been great had they have won the league on the weekend uh, would have been that they've got an extra week to take it easy and prepare for the Champions mm. League. Now they've got to go through the thumbscrew of, uh, <laughs> of a match away to the, the new Camp. Although... Having said it's not a great thing, it bloody is because we've got right a flipping marvellous match on um, our hands. Yeah. If, if Barcelona do manage to win the Liga this season, they should sign Willy Caballero out of thanks. Well, they need to get someone in exactly. goal. Exactly. Don't they? Exactly. <laughs> well, they, well, they get Ter Stegen, haven't they? But, but it'd be good to them just as a, as a gesture. Let's talk of them getting David Luiz, not for goalkeeper. I just thought I'd throw that Well, you never know. He's mighty talented. He is, isn't he? Yeah, make a note of that, Pete. Um, there's a poor result for Barcelona as well. I mean, God, what they well, they drew nil nil away to Elche, who I think Elche have stayed up as a result of that. Um, but uh, Real Madrid, they've gone out of the, the La Liga title race. They were beaten two nil by Celta Vigo. They did play a weakened side, which would suggest Ancelotti's got one eye on the Champions League final. Well, he'll have more than one eye. Yeah, I mean, it? it's such a big thing for them, isn't it? The tenth title, yes, tenth Champions League against their city rivals would just be so sweet. First time they're going in the final. Much. Yeah, it's the first time they've been in the final for ages, though, isn't it? Absolutely ages. It is, yeah. Given they've, they've really focused all their efforts towards, towards it. Yeah, and they focus all their efforts towards it for years now. Mm. So it's, it, they've got. I mean, Ancelotti's under some pressure there. Yeah, he is indeed. But I mean, the thing is, though, I mean, obviously, Ancelotti wants to put another um, title on his CV, and, and the players will all be desperate to win a title, but. Even if he even if he wins the league and they, they don't win the Champions League, he's probably going to go anyway, isn't he? Mm. So it doesn't make a difference for that. Point indeed. Just briefly to Serie A, it's the penultimate weekend of Serie A. It's just happened. Uh, Juventus beat Roma one 0 Daniel Zvaldo scored his, his first for Juve against his old team. Juve up to ninety nine points, could have hundred points. And yeah. Serie A, which would be nice to see. Uh, at Atalanta, they beat Milan two one. They've been fined forty thousand euros because of fan or, or fans threw bananas at Kevin Constant and in the game. At, well, words fail me um, uh, Livorno uh, Bologna and Catania are all relegated to Serie B Sassuolo they stayed up mm. um, which is quite an achievement small town club um, them. I mean they got beaten 7-0 at home by, by Inter at the start of the season yeah, this is going south very quickly yeah. isn't it but they've stayed up Kiev have also um, stayed up yeah, they're, like, they're like five points clear or something Sassuolo they're, 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 yeah. they're comfortable well done them well, I, was, well. I was in uh, Italy over the weekend could not turn the television on without seeing uh, Javier Zanetti's face his, bet, his, ever yeah, green, right. his ever young face. He was having a lovely time. Where were you in Italy, Peter? I was in. Doesn't even know. In, Just woke I was up there. In Pisa, and then I went over to Florence. Went so, to the wine region Pisa. for a bit. Papa John's you Pisa. really are taking Papa's this seriously, aren't you? <laughs> didn't eat any pizza. I went until I got home and ate the free one that Papa John sent us. Yeah. So there not, you go. It, that Italian stuff's just not the same. No, is it? it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Javier Zanetti though what a man what a haircut um, the captain's armband had Javier uh, Zanetti forever didn't it yeah, yeah. lovely mm. lovely 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 we're losing, we're losing the great, a great amount of players this season yeah we are mm. yeah, we're, we're going to lose gigs uh-huh. we've uh, lost Jim <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back we're going to lose Zanetti yeah, that's a shame it is a shame mm. where's the next Zanetti coming from that's what I want to know nah. it's, sli- it's slipping through the Zanetti yeah <laughs> Luke Shaw yeah, well, maybe. Fingers crossed. Hey, Fingers crossed. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, uh, League... Uh, PSG won the title a short while ago with Monaco firmly in second, but at the bottom, it is going to the wire, ladies and gentlemen. Ajaxio and Valenciennes are already down. What about Ervinard? This is where it gets good. Yeah. This is where it gets big and beefy. This is why Donaldson's wearing his white shirt in, in homage. <laughs> in tribute. I'm going to carry you out of the uh, room. We're Marcus. talking about the French League in homage. Yeah. <laughs> 
Excellent. Harvard and Ard's show side were floundering for most of the season, looking odds on for relegation. However, the big man had other ideas. His team have won four of their last five and are unbeaten in seven. It's Sunderland-esque, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they need to win the last game. Not quite. Well, they are on 40 po- Well, it could be. Mm. They are on 40 points and Evian are on 41. And on the last day of the season, Sosho entertain Evian and a winner stays up match. That's, I mean, oh, there's so many good matches. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was yeah, that is bigger than Barca versus Atleti. It's bigger than PSG doing whatever they're doing next week. <laughs> it's bigger than the World Cup in its entirety. It's bigger than hip. Huh. Stop this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I was thinking because you know Montpellier right down there as well yeah. Montpellier two points off relegation right in the mix up it's crazy isn't and it? I was thinking if they get relegated that would be, be ridiculous but then obviously because Sochi are playing Evian they can't Yeah, because they uh, the they've got they more go. points than, than Evian but uh, yeah I mean Sochi looked absolutely dead and buried but as you say undefeated yeah. in seven games be some escape but, uh, spirit Renard. of a lion that man's got Renard wherever he goes wherever he goes beautiful <laughs> beautiful beautiful flaxen head Sex god! Oh, yeah. I want to have sex with him. Do you want him to carry you onto a pit? I want to carry me onto a bed for no. Re- Stop this! What? <laughs> God's sake! What have you got against homosexuality in uh, football? Nothing. <laughs> I've, got against, I've got a lot against you making terrible radio, Donaldson. That's what I've got. That's what it's a podcast. <laughs> um, uh, we do some on quarter of an hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, on absolute radio. Helena Costa. <laughs> Yeah. What about this, guys? The Portuguese <laughs> manager has been appointed the new manager of League Two. I was going to say uh, there, but no, it's yeah, League Two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Side uh, Clement. Um, she'll be the first female coach of a French professional club. I think in all of Europe's um, top five leagues or something. I would imagine mm. so. Costa was most recently coach of Iran, uh, the Iranian women's national team, and worked as a scout for Celtic. So obviously got great pedigree. But it's mm. amazing to see really how the game has has come on so much that that uh, that's happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 there's no reason why it shouldn't happen more. Yeah, because men so managing it, the women's well, game. Well, more importantly than that, I think men uh, who haven't played any football in the men's game pretty much have, has, yeah. uh, have, have done really really well. I, I kind of felt sorry and men for men without it. coaching badges. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> seems. I think. When uh, I, th- I kind of felt sorry for like uh, Hope Powell, uh, obviously the ex-manager yeah. of the uh, of the English uh, female team. Yeah. I thought it was um, I thought she could have done done something, but she had such a torrid time. It would be interesting to have an out gay female woman in charge of like a lower league side or something. I thought that would that would be that would have a really the doors interesting. Open <laughs> of, of, it was indeed. It's, it's a really interesting dynamic. I'd really like to learn more about how it all kind of fits together and stuff. It's, yeah, it, it, it's a very you know the locker room mentality and all that crap yeah. that we don't need in the modern game. Certainly, certainly. Um, uh, and uh, well, there's big talk obviously this week um, in the international scene with the World Cup squads being announced, most notably England's because that's where everybody's looking. Um, uh, I think we're going to have to talk about that next week, though. We're, mm. we're running out of time here, ladies and gentlemen. So we will talk about the England squad and all the other uh, business there um, next week. We've got time. World Cup's on the horizon, but not quite here yet. Indeed. Yeah. Stadium's not finished. <laughs> Indeed. Do we have time for just an ounce of correspondence? Um, yeah, let's do a little bit of correspondence then, because um, next week will be the cup final, of course, and yes. it'll be the, the, the international squads, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, this week on the correspondence front, I, I popped out a tweet in a Facebook saying, if you were Rio Ferdinand, what would you do next? And I said, just interpret <laughs> I mean, what would you do next, Pete? Um, probably grow my hair out. Yeah. Do some more issues of a, my terrible magazine. Yeah, Liam Corbett said, "If I was Rio Ferdinand, I, I would punch Liam Ridgewell in the face." <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford the legal fees, but Rio could. I just really hate Liam Ridgewell's face. <laughs> uh, thanks for that, Liam. That is a that Super. is a that is a piece of correspondence that I bet you thought would never ever get on this show, and I, and I was with you. 
Um, <laughs> but we're running out of time and we're <laughs> yeah. not very good at vetting at speed. Yeah. Ben Smith said, I would finally take Charlie Nicholas to Specsavers. Hashtag, you couldn't see driving home the other night, Jeff, because you don't even wear your glasses on TV. In case you get slagged off, you just stick the Specsavers and I'll do the game. <laughs> Which is always welcome to see. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, Adam Bell says, I would take as much pr- as I wanted. <laughs> Make of that what you will. <laughs> do you like that? I do like that. Um, and DS North here, who I believe is our listener and overall friend of the Ramble, Big Dan, said, mm. I would piss on Ed Woodward's coffee. <laughs> nice. And um, Paul Stavely says, Has everyone already replied with, I'd stay on my feet or comfort eat Jaffa cakes? Mm. They haven't, actually. No, they haven't. I'd make a massive Jaffa cake and put my head on it like a pillow and then just turn around and just go to town. I think I'd, I think I'd go to um, while touching myself. Last vote now, I'd just go to Man City. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine that pops up there. <laughs> even if or it's just a, Liverpool, there's a coach. They need defenders. <laughs> even at 35, that's true. Yeah, I think I think and my argument would be if Man City didn't give me Rio Ferdinand a contract, I'd say, well, you took on Owen Hargreaves. <laughs> I've got two League Cup games in me. Mm. I think I, I think he might go to QPR. You know. Oh, I could see that happening. Yeah, I could genuinely He's got a soft see that spot happening. For Harry. Mm. Very much so, very much so. Right, ladies and gentlemen, um, that is the end of the show this week. No Pete's game, we're up against it. We're up against it. But we've done two shows for you. Yeah, this week. What what more do you bleed and want? Stuff full with them. Yeah, you can't have any of our pizza. (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, because it's mainly all gone. Yeah. (laughs) Snaffling it. Uh, If you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble, and the website is thefootballramble.com. What's happening on Absolute Radio on the weekend? Pete, did no one. Did no. Did did no uh, listener do your game for you, and that's why we're not doing it. That's why we're not doing it. Yeah. Uh, That's right. (laughs) You have let yourselves down. No, we didn't have time to do it this week, but uh, Absolute Radio, no rock and roll football, but uh, the award-winning Frank Skinner will be on the air uh, from nine o'clock. Oh, if you wait, listen to that. bring back Jim Proudfoot. What? Jim, bring back Jim Proudfoot. And he's not Carl on. John, John Champion's doing the commentary next season on Absolute Radio. He's Exciting. A, he's the champion of my heart. He really that. is. There we are. Um, uh, say goodbye, Luke. Um, goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Wow. And uh, <laughs> it's goodbye from me, you doyles. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website. You're a pain, sunshine. Sorry, mate. That was a mistake by me. 1618. Oi, a rare one. A rare mistake 1618. From the big man. Terrible yeah, year com. for Luke Mormon. <laughs> I wasn't even born. Pass me my pen back. You need his why pen. Why do you need a pen? Why do you need more pizza? He, he borrows your pen. Yeah. He says, why do you need a pen? <laughs> great, wasn't it? <laughs> you daft git. I tell oh, him, I, we can't I tell do the quiz because we haven't got time. Give me a pen. Oh, oh for fuck's sake! Just keep him the pen. You don't even need it. No, this is a matter of principle. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, this week's football ramble, slightly reduced due to uh, time constraints and a couple of computer problems we had. Uh, I mean, we did bring you the Papa John special, so if anything, we we gave you more ramble than usual this week. But we are sorry that the main show was a little bit short, and if it kind of made you feel you wanted a little bit more. 
I apologise, uh, but uh, I'm here to rectify that, basically, because uh, Marcus uh, and the man that resembles lathe shavings, they've both gone home, so it's kind of up to me to plug the gap with a little bit more ramble, just to take us over that, you know, that emotional and psychological 40-minute mark. Uh, now, a few years ago, uh, 2007 to be exact, the uh, football ramble was a thing that Luke and Marcus and Jim and some guy who I've never actually met uh, did it in their kitchen before I turned up and, quite frankly, revolutionised their whole operation. This was proper Cinderella back when she was scrubbing floors and that. All right. Uh, back in the day, there was a notorious ramble play that the team put together. I think they put out a couple of episodes of it. It was called Steve McLaren Time Lord. And people have talked about this serial lords, and I never used to listen to the ramble that much before I actually joined it. And I've always felt like I was missing out. But conversely, I've never really had the wherewithal or the need or the time or the, or the sickness to actually track any of the episodes down that featured Steve McLaren Time Lord. But thank you to uh, Ian Kerr on the Football Ramble Forum, I've managed to actually do it. I've managed to find a couple of episodes. So uh, bearing in mind that this is the first time I'm hearing this, and that is the God honest truth, I've never heard Steve McLaren Time Lord before. Please welcome to the present day, to 2014, one of the episodes of Rio Ferdinand's Steve McLaren Time Lord. Listen along with mother, me, I'm your mother, Pete, hello. Previously last week on Steve McLaren Time Lord, Steve and Frank Lampard Jr. found themselves about to be eaten by a famine Danny Dyer and his cronies in a dystopian future gripped by famish after McLaren's umbrella turned out to have time-travelling capabilities. Here, our narrator, Rio Ferdinand, a.k.a. me, <laughs> fills you in on what happened next. Get ready to be roasted, Slim, and not in the gang-banging sense. Tenderising, boys. Don't let him eat me, boss. Just as Dyer was bearing down on lamps like a cockney fist avalanche, McLaren threw the umbrella and it span into a time-travelling frenzy. What the fucking malarkey is going on here? We're spinning through time with the help of my inexplicably time-travelling umbrella. Where are we going now, boss? Well, if I can't get you lot to score against Macedonia, do you think I can work a time-travel umbrella, you stupid fat div? All right, all right, I'm only asking you, storby-faced prat. Leave my face alone. You almost got me eaten by cockneys. If we get out of this, I'm dropping you. Oh, like you'd ever do that. You couldn't drop a live Jenny Deal. Now shut your fucking gobbles, you twin pack of fucking numpties. Where are we? Why is everything black and white? During a survey of the scene, our heroes and Frank Lampard Jr. found themselves amongst a crowd of chipper cockneys wearing vintage England shirts and waving around their massive clackers that aren't allowed anymore because you could clock someone with them. It was at roughly this exact moment that they realised where they'd been transported to by the umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella. <laughs> Bloody hell, it's Wembley! No, it ain't. Wembley's got a roof on it. Albeit a roof that doesn't shut. Why did they build a roof that doesn't shut, boss? Not really even a roof, is it? Old Wembley, Frank. Old Wembley. Never heard of it. I'm more into PlayStation. Oh, for... This is the 66 World Cup final, for God's sake. Danny, you're from the future. For some reason, how did England get on in Euro 2008? Can we make it? Can we change the course of history and get there? Right, they went out on penalties during half-time in the quarter-finals against Argentina. It was a fucking fit-up, mate. It always is. Michael Owen dived and won a penalty. Wayne Rooney kicked them all over the pie and mass shot. And Crouchy scored Vizander. We still went out. Fucking fit-up. Yes, that's all that matters is that I got us there. Blimey hell, they've hit the bar. No! He's giving it! Fucking get in, son! Get in there! Getcha. That never crossed the line. Oh, shut, shut up. up, you sigh. 
The boys celebrated more than Derby County after a nil-nil draw, and with the threatening gift of Danny's gab, got themselves into the England dressing room. Um, Mr. Moore, excuse me. Uh, Mr. Ramsey, hello. Uh, Mr. Hurst, um... Oh, you vintage rappers! Listen to the man when he's talking to ya! Or we'll have to get no tea! Now, I don't want to have to shoot the ceiling again, so listen to what this rosy mush prick has got to say. <laughs> Cheers, Danny. Thanks for that. I've got feelings, you know. Lads, great performance today. A big performance. It was a big game that needed big Now, get players. the fuck on with it! I've got things on me nuts! Okay, okay, I'll be brief. We're from the future. This here is Frank Lampard's boy. And I'm not really sure who this mental case is, but hear me out. Danny D. Dyer, and I'm West Ham and all. What does the D stand for? Dunno. You've just performed England's biggest ever performance on the big stage, but it all goes downhill from now. We failed to qualify for the World Cups in 74, 78 and 94. Now we've ballsed up Euro 2008 and it's the last straw. Stop fucking rapping and spit it out or I'm gonna have to open some cunt up. You're off your head, mate. I don't think rap even exists yet anyway. I didn't mean for that last sentence to rhyme, and I apologise. Okay, what I'm asking is... Lads, look. How many bullets have you got in there? The entire percent of kids are now obese. The game is full of foreigners, and people have had enough. They're losing interest. English football is staring death in the face. This is our hour of need, and I implore you to come with me to the future. Are you in? Well, I'm happy to believe all this and impulsively act on a ludicrous whim, yeah. Thanks, Bobby Moore. You're a true gent and no thief. What? You'll see. Come on. And with that, Steve threw his umbrella in the air again and took himself, Frank Lampard Jr. and old Danny Dyer in a 1966 World Cup winning squad on a journey through time, space and time. Listening next week to hear this bollocks conclusion, yeah? Oh, wow, I will not be fucking doing that again. Oh, I bet you'd wish we'd left it at 35 minutes now, eh? Yeah, be careful what you wish for. What a longer ramble. <laughs> Dear. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.